Tuesday morning, Erev Yom Tov. Don't forget the Erev Tavshilin. It's also day five of the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. This time each and every Friday, usually. This time each and every Erev Shabbos and Erev Yom Tov. With great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Today, on Thursday, Erev Yom Tov, Rabbi Yudin will concentrate on the seventh and eighth days of Pesach. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Moed. Good Erev Yom Tov, everybody. Tonight, we have the privilege of ushering in Shvi Shal Pesach. Tomorrow, Erev Shabbos is Shvi Shal Pesach, the seventh day of Pesach, and Shabbos is Achron Shal Pesach. A very important reminder that we make an Erev Tavshilin this afternoon. Namely, we take a cooked food and a baked food and we put it aside before Yom Tov. We recite the bracha of Al Mitzvah's Eruv and we recite the paragraph in Aramaic and unless one is comfortable in the Aramaic, they are to recite it in English as well, knowing what it is, that with this designated food that we've put aside before Shabbos, this enables us to cook on Friday for Shabbos. Let me explain that very quickly. The law is that on Yom Tov, you can cook on Yom Tov for Yom Tov, but you can't cook on Yom Tov for the next day. So if we're going to cook on Friday for Friday, which is fine, what about Shabbos? And therefore, by doing something different, and we only do this when we have a Yom Tov going into Shabbos, our designating the food before Yom Tov begins, it is that we have begun our Shabbos preparation before Yom Tov, and we can continue it on Yom Tov, and so tomorrow afternoon, meaning on, uh, come on, Friday afternoon, we can cook for Shabbos. Once you be careful not to cook to the very last moment before Shabbos, ideally one should stop there cooking about an hour before Shabbos so that the food could be edible, that if guests were to come, they'd be able to eat it. What's different about the last two days of Pesach as opposed to the last two days of Sukkot, Shmini Atzeres is a Yom Tov Bifnei Atzmo, and that's why on Shmini Atzeres Simchas Torah we do make a Shechianu on Shvi Shal Pesach, tonight with candle lighting and with Kiddush, and so to tomorrow there is no Shechianu. Just before I begin, a reminder that please God, after Shabbos, Motsoi Shabbos, one is to wait a appropriate time for allowing the rabbi to whom you authorized the sale of your chametz to conduct the negotiations with the 
non-Jew to whom he sold it, and therefore find out from your rabbi, I'm sure at least a half an hour, 40 minutes to wait before you can um, make use of any chametz that might be in the house because it's still not yours. Okay, I'd like to focus on tomorrow's Kriyas HaTorah, which is that of Kriyas Yamsuf, whereby we read of the splitting of the sea, which is in actuality the culmination of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, namely that on the 15th day of Nisan, on the first day of Pesach, the Jewish people left the land of Egypt physically, and on the seventh day, when Sus Vo, the horse and the rider, Ramavayam, the Egyptian culture was removed from the Jew. And we have the incredible miracle of the splitting of the sea. The rabbis tell us that the water throughout the world split at that time, and so the entire world knew of Kriyas Yamsov. This is without CNN. Hashem has his ways. And indeed, according to the Beis HaLevi, the essence of the Shira is, thank you, Hashem, not only for saving the Jewish people, however, for doing this miraculous act by means of saving the Jewish people so that we were the catalyst by which God's name was uh, hallowed throughout the entire world. His recognition occurred through us, and for this we are eternally grateful. I'd like to share with you a very interesting insight of the Chidush Horim. The Gemara in the uh, last parak of Sanhedrin, in talking about the philosophical and real uh, event which will be happening in the future, the Gemara in Sanhedrin 91b brings various sources to the principle of Tchias HaMesim, that the dead will come to life in the future. And one of the texts that the Talmud brings is the opening of the Shira, Oz Yoshir Moshe. Now, in the context, we translate it, then Moshe sang. But the literal translation of the word Yoshir is will sing, and the rabbis tell us that's because in the future, at the time of Tchias HaMesim, Moshe Rabbeinu will come back, and Moshe will sing, Oz Yoshe Moshe. And the Chidushe Orim asks a very interesting question, and he says, certainly we Jewish people believe in Tchias HaMesim, the resurrection of the dead. However, why must it be learned out from this opening of the Shira? of the song that the Jewish people sang upon their uh, 
miraculous deliverance? What is the significance and the timing thereof? And he gives a most fascinating answer. And he says that there's a difference between emuna belief, and re'ia actually seeing. And so I don't believe at the moment that I'm sitting on a chair. I know that I am sitting on a chair. And so when the Jewish people crossed the sea, what happened was they were on such a high madrega, they were on such a high level, they were like Nevi'im, as Rashi points out on the verse whereby Zekeli Ba'amveyu, this is my God, and Ze is always the pointing. So they actually pointed to God. Hayumarin Oso Be'etzpa, Rashi quotes from the Mechilta, and then that famous line, Ra'oso Shivcha Alayam, even a maidservant saw what the prophets did not see. They were on such an incredibly high level, okay, and therefore, what's going on here? It was not emuna. it was not belief for them in God, they actually saw God. There was Yediyah. So at that point there, the Jewish people were without emuna. They didn't have to have faith, they saw God, the experience, God. And so therefore, the Chidush Orim says a brilliant idea that at that moment, God gave them emuna, belief in Tchias HaMesim, in the resurrection of the dead, which at that moment, it was still hidden from them. They saw so many open miracles in front of them. They swore, they saw the water, normally salty, was sweet drinking water. They saw fruit trees in the water. They saw so much, but they could not see Trias HaMesim. Why? Because Hashem could not leave the Jewish people without emuna for one moment. Emuna, belief in God, is our lifeline, is our connection to Hashem. And therefore, the Shira, which ends with Hashem Yimloch, You'll note the first six psukim of the Shira are third person. Then it becomes first person. And we go back to ending with, because there's always something that you can't understand. To know that you don't know. And therefore, I want to just say how important it is that we need emuna pshuta. Literally, plain simple faith. And the previous generation, which might have been much less learned than we were and we are, they didn't have the opportunity of yeshivos. I'm speaking about my parents, many of you grandparents' generation. They didn't have the opportunity of yeshivos as we had, but they had emuna pshuta. And the Shaloh HaKadosh points out that the gematria of Teva is the same as Elohim, which is 86. The idea being to see God in nature, not to take 
anything for granted. The Gemara in Shabbos 31b tells us the verse in Yeshaya, emunas itecha, and the six different aspects of the six sidorim orders of the Mishnah are enumerated in the Gemara Shabbos, and emuna, faith is zeroim, is literally the order of plantings, brachos, and all the agricultural laws, because the farmer believes that after planting and the deterioration of a seed, that eventually will produce fruit. Now the farmer might think that this is teva, nature at work, but you need emuna, you need faith to know that this is Hashem causing it to grow. Now it just so happens that the last day of our Chag is Shabbos, and until him Tzadi Beis, Mizmoshir Liyom HaShabbos, which Ashkenazic practice tomorrow night is, we don't say the usual, we begin with Mizmoshir Liyom HaShabbos, go in just a few psukim, and what does David HaMelech say? How great are your deeds, Hashem. Your thoughts are exceedingly profound. And then what does he say? Ishbar lo yeda. A boor cannot know. Uchsil lo And a fool cannot understand this. What are the many things that they can't understand? They can't understand that this is God. There's no such thing as teva. The reason why Hashem conceals himself and makes it look as if it's all natural is to give us is to give us free choice to attribute it to nature on automatic pilot or to attribute it to that God renews creation on a daily basis. I think what is so significant is that the Achron Shel Pesach, the last day of Pesach. But let me just remind you that we say Shir Hashirim, please God, on Achron Shel Pesach. The Kriyas Torah is Aser to Aser, coming from Pashas Re'eh. And we have Yizkor as well on Shabbos. Matnas Yodo, meaning that when a person came to the base of Migdash, they could not and did not come empty-handed. And when we come to recite Yizkor, we as well give pledge to give tzedakah. I just want to conclude with the idea that Pesach began with Emuna. Matzah is called Michlo Dimehemnusa. They ate the first Pesach Seder before mid the night, having a muna that it would happen. We're supposed to have Tam Pesach Beviv. We're supposed to have the taste of the matzah in our mouth at the end of the Seder. 
And matzah, which is the bread of faith, has to keep us going. We're living in special times. We're living in times where we spoke before about the Tchiyas HaMesim, that it's going to come, Az Yashir Moshe. I want to speak just for a moment, Babiyas HaMoshiach, that is going to come. If you look in the Gemara, Sanhedrin, 98a, says Rav Abba, there's no clearer indication that when Eretz Yisrael is going to produce in an abundant fashion, keeping up with the multitudes of Jews from all over the world that's coming home. Pinch yourself. This is happening in our day. We are privileged to see it. When I grew up, six million meant one thing and one thing only. Six million Kedoshim. And now, six million Bliayin Hara represents the six million Jews, Cain Yerbu, that are living in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, there will be Bias HaMoshiach, and we could help it come. The bracha we say every day in our Shmon Esrei is Boneh Yerushalayim. He builds Yerushalayim. We contribute to the building of Yerushalayim when we don't speak Loshon Hara, when we dive in with Kavana, when we connect to Hashem, when we have Emuna, when we say to Hashem, We need you. This is a very strong factor of our being, Bonei Yerushalayim. And so I take this opportunity to wish Nachem and his family and all our listeners in JM, in the AM, to realize how special this forthcoming Yom Tov is. Take all that we've had so far in the Chag, Bimachazik Aremuna, and let it show itself, please God, in the forthcoming days, months, until we come, please God, to that ultimate redemption. Good Yom Tov and good Shabbos to all.